Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. And I wanted to talk today about the seasons of change. Um, I know you have heard me talk about uh, how change is a process that begins with an event and that we have to look at the catalyst, the shift of transformation, and the next normal of application as being this process that we go through as we are um, encountering change. But did you know that change, in addition to being a process, also has seasons? And I was having this conversation with, um, with a friend of mine, and I was talking to them about the seasons that we go through um, when change comes upon us, just as the seasons that we go through when we're thinking about our growth and our development and our gifts and our talents and our abilities. And she didn't see the parallel. She didn't see how we understood the way that change shows up in our lives and how we need to respond to change. So I wanted to do this podcast to educate you and inform you and give you some food for thought about how we need to think about change. And so the seasons of change describe our feelings towards change. It describes how the work of change is being done. And it helps us to understand what change looks like during different times um, and, and, and during different shifts and perspectives. And just as we have natural seasons of, you know, summer, fall, winter, and spring, so do we have the same seasons when it comes to change. And I'm going to start with the season of summer because that is the one that everybody is fully aware of. That is when it is blazing hot. That is when change actions and activities are at their peak. That when change is at the forefront of everybody's mind. Um, everything that is going on with social justice right now in wake of the, you know, sprung uh, uh, with the catalyst of, of George Floyd's murder being um, videotaped and, and publicized. With all of that, right now we're in the summer, um, kind of going into the fall of, of change. That's when the protests are at their highest. That is when people are talking about it. That's when companies are issuing statements. That's when people are making donations. That's when people are speaking out. That is when you have the, the flurry of activity. And I describe this as being in alignment with the catalyst event that happens. When people say, I have to do something and they are spurred on by action and this is top of mind and everybody is, is talking about it and everybody recognizes it and everybody is spurred on and motivated to do something. During the summer in the season of change, this is when the most activity happens. This is when you, you can't escape it because you look around and everywhere you look, people are talking about it, people are doing things about it, people are thinking about it, people are writing about it. People are blogging about it. People are doing videos about it. There are more processes and procedures being written about it. You have, um, you have policies and changes that are coming about as a result of it. And usually the summer season of change coincides with the catalyst or the event of change because it's at the closest proximity. And as I've explained before, and if you listen to some of my older, uh, my other podcast episodes, you'll hear me talk about the fact that we are emotional beings. 
And when something happens, we naturally have this inclination to want to take action because our feelings are at its peak. We, we, we feel it. We, we don't want to feel powerless. We don't want to feel as if this is passing us by. So when the catalyst or the event happens, we naturally spring into action. And so then we're in the summer of our season of change. It is blazing hot. It is when everyone is active. It is when everything is being brought to the forefront and there's a lot of busyness going on around it. But eventually, as the summer ways run, you know, continues, just as in the natural season, as you get more and more into the season of summer, then things start to kind of slow down a bit. Things start to, you know, it's not quite as hot. You know, in the summer season, the days are long, the temperature is high, there are more people out and about and doing things, and that's the same with the season, the summer season of change. But as we go on, the days get shorter, which means our attention span gets shorter. Things start to cool off, which means that our passion for it cools down a bit. You don't hear quite as many people talking about it. You may not see as many protests going on. You may not hear people talking or writing about it. Your company may not have it as a cornerstone or a forefront of, of what needs to be done or, or needs to be addressed or needs to be talked about. And towards the waning of the summer season of change, that's when you, you really start seeing some change fatigue come in where people are like, you know what? I don't wanna talk about this anymore. It's just too much. And so as things cool down, we enter the fall season of change. This is when your activities fall out. You know, like I said, the attention starts to wane. The change isn't new or exciting anymore. And so a lot of old things, a lot of old ways of doing and being and thinking, a lot of other things that we found that just don't work, start to fall off. Just as the leaves during the fall season change colors and they start to fall off, so do a lot of the temporary uh, reactions to change start to fall off. And in this fall season, that's when we start doing some pruning. That's when we start differentiating between the things that people were just doing as reactions. Those are put aside because now if we're really serious about this process of change, we really start getting into this transformational period. And during this transformational period, that is when we are talking about pruning the things that didn't work. That's when we're really examining with a, with a deep lens, you know, what are the things that we really want? What are the things that are no longer serving us? What are the things that are going to really keep our attention that we really want to focus on? And during, this, during this, this fall, you're shedding old ideas and old concepts. You're beginning the process of planting new seeds, new ideas, new concepts, new strategies. You're getting ready for that shift. You're starting to embrace this transformation that's going on. And you really look at this as, what do I want to keep? from that hot summer where everything was, was new, everything was exciting, everything was, was on fire. What do I really wanna keep? What do I really want to have be a part of my next? What are the things that I want to 
have as part of my foundation. And so during the fall season of change, we make those hard decisions about the things that need to go and get pruned and the things that we need to um, preserve and the new seeds that we're gonna plant and how we're gonna lay a new foundation. During the fall season of change, when we're going through the shift of transformation, that's when we make the hard decisions about what are we going to preserve for our future? What are we going to plant as our new legacy? What are the things that we want to maintain and sustain over the long term? What kind of legacy are we going to build? And so during this fall season, we're getting rid of the old, we're pruning, we are, you know, there are things that are dying and falling off and we're recognizing that you can't hold on to some things because they no longer fit, they don't belong. And we say goodbye, we bury them. We take all of the things that, that drop off and, and, that, and that die and that wither and, and we gather them up and we bury them or we, we crush them and we use them as fertilizer. We use them as things that are, that's going to nurture what we're going to plant next. And so during this fall, we have an opportunity to slow down. We have an opportunity to reflect. We have an opportunity to really think about what didn't work, what worked, and what we want for the next season. And the reason I want you to think about this in terms of seasons, because there's a natural order of things. There's a natural order of, of how we think, how we grow, how we develop, how we live. And that aligns with the natural order of things of what happens in the world. And as much as we wanna separate ourselves from the seasons and, and, and everything, we are actually, we're, we're connected because we are a part of this universe, a part of this world. And so a lot of the things that happen in nature and happen naturally are parallels to the things that happen within us when it comes to growth and development. And so when we look at this process of change and we're in the shift of transformation with making these hard decisions, it's the same as when we're going through these seasons in our lives physically. And so as we get to the time when some of this change activity and the reactions to the catalyst event are starting to die down and it looks like people are starting to get, want to get back to quote unquote normal, that they're pushing things aside, we have to be careful and we have to be mindful of the fact that a lot of what is going on during this fall season that we're going to be entering into is a perfect opportunity for us to lay a new foundation. It's a perfect opportunity for us to plant new seeds. It is, a, it is a prime opportunity for us to decide on the legacy that we're going to build and what the future is going to bring. We can plant those seeds now. And so there is work to be done at every single season during our change process. There is work to be done that is necessary within ourselves as far as the way that we think about things and the way we process things and the way that we understand our role in all of this. During this process of change and this process of, of trans, this shift of transformation, when we're in our fall se season, we get to decide what parts no longer serve us what parts we need to prune, what things we need to let die off, what things we need to look at and say that is no longer going to serve us in the next season. 
And during this shift of transformation, during the fall season of change, we have to make some hard decisions, not only about our present, but about our future. And we cannot do that if we are not willing to take a hard, reflective, honest, transparent look at our past. If we're not willing to look ourselves in the mirror and say, you know what, we need to learn from history. We need to learn from our mistakes. We need to learn from the things that are going to not serve us any longer and, and, be, and be things that are going to add to our best interest. But also being open to looking at these things critically and seeing what are the lessons that we've learned and how can we make this shift of transformation and, and put ourselves in position for this to become better, for this to be, be better than it was before. I read a post from a year ago. Um, you know, Facebook has these memories of you know, things that you posted on this day. And I remember reading a post that I made about how we need to learn from the lessons of our past. We need to choose which of those things that we are going to take from our past and use as a solid foundation to creating a new future that is going to serve us better, that is going to equip us, that is going to make us move to the next level where we're going to be different but be different in a good way so that our ripple effect is going to be a ripple effect of good things. And we tend to repeat history, not because we ignore it, which is part of it, but because we don't learn from it. We don't accept it. We don't ask the hard questions. And during this fall season, when we're, when we're trying to decide what to prune and we're trying to decide what to plant, we have to really take a hard look at what's going on in the past what are the things that we don't want to repeat what are the things that we can use as a foundation to plant a seed for the future and so these new seeds of ideas and concepts and strategies and ways of thinking are going to be seeds that we plant that will prepare us and get us ready for this next wave this next season that we're going to go through so after fall, we all know it comes winter. And winter, everybody sees as there's nothing happening. Everything's barren. Everything's dead. It's cold. We tend to stay in. But really, if you think about it, winter, even though it seems bleak, even though it seems barren, even though it seems cold, is really a time for the seeds that were planted in our fall to be protected while they take root and begin the process of growth. This season of change happens within. Just as you plant a seed and it's buried deep in the ground, this season of change happens away from prying eyes. It happens away from judgment. It happens away from influence from the outside world. The only guidance and nurturing that are received is from the soil that those seeds are planted in. So you have to make sure that whatever you planted in the fall, it's planted in foundational soil that is nutrient rich, that has uh, resources and has food and has fertilizer and has water. During the winter is when you're going to get the most growth, but you're not gonna be able to see it. 
So you have to trust in the process that that change and that growth is occurring internally. So the way that we water and feed the, the, the seeds that are planted during our winter, whatever we planted with them in the fall, however we fertilize that, that soil, whatever resources we've added, that is going to determine how well and how strongly those seeds that we planted in the fall are going to grow and develop. Just because these seeds of change seem buried, we have to remember that they, are, they were actually planted. They were tucked out of sight to be shielded, protected, and nourished, and they are growing so that they can become ready to push through the ground and emerge fresh and new in the spring. And the way this looks is if during our winter, when the protests are no longer happening and people, and it's not at the forefront of every news report and in your organizations, it is not the the topic of discussion in every meeting. During this winter, that's when the internal process of change and growth and development is happening within each person within your organization. That is when you are putting together the building blocks of what needs to happen to support new employee resource groups, to support new leadership programs, to support new, new systems and strategies of, of diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, to support and nourish all of these things that you want to be long-term results of change, to support the next normal of application that you want to have happen. And so during the winter, there's a whole lot going on, but it's beneath the surface. And so we miss this because we're not thinking about change as something that happens within. We're not thinking about change that happens as something that is away from the spotlight. We're not thinking about the whole shift of transformation as something that happens away from the spotlight. So I need you to shift your thinking. I need you to understand that the real work of change doesn't happen in the summer where it's blazing hot and everybody is focusing on it. The real work of change happens in the fall and in the winter when it is away from everything else. And this shift of transformation, this internal season of change that happens internally is where the foundations are laid for long-term success. This is where the foundations are laid that are going to determine your success or your failure. This is when the foundations are laid to support long-term systemic change. So after you come out of the winter, when the days start getting longer again, when the sun starts staying out longer, when you see the very first shoots of new sprouts that are poking through the ground, when there is new growth all around you, this spring is when we celebrate the new. This this spring is when we look at this and say, oh my gosh, I'm so excited again because here's something new. But we have to be careful because the spring is when you see a whole lot of flowers that are growing and and blooming. You see a, a lot of new babies in nature that are being born, but the spring does not mean that your change is mature. The spring does not mean that your change effort or your actions are now things that you can say, oh, I can just let it go on autopilot. 
No, the spring is when change and new concepts are new and delicate and they need to be protected and nurtured just like newborn babies. In the spring of change, people are fresh. You know, the, the, the concepts are fresh. People are excited. You're in a new phase or a season of growth. And that's great. This is when you're in love with the concept of, of newness. But just as in the, se the natural season, when it's springtime, you also have this internal season where everything is new and you're excited and you're in love with the whole process, but you still have to be prepared. You still have to be responsible and responsive to everything that's going on around you and within you. You still have to be protective of this new notion that was just being born. This is when you have to be diligent. This is when you have to be attentive. This is when you have to be resolved that this is something that you are going to protect. When we look at this shift of transformation, when we talk about the spring, that's when we're talking about our next normal. That's when we're talking about the beginning stages of application. That's when we're talking about going through the whole process of trial and error and figuring out what's working and what's not and tweaking it and supporting it. This spring of change is when you really have to be supportive of every new thing that you created. This is what's going to determine your long-term success. This is what's going to determine your commitment. This is what's going to determine what lasts and what doesn't. So when you look at the seasons of change, when you look at the, at, the, at the summer, the fall, the winter, and the spring of change, and you align that with the, transform, with the process of change, where you look at the catalyst of, of the event and the shift of transformation, and then the, new norm, the next normal of application, you see how it lines up with the natural seasons. Because this is a process. This growth, this shift, all of this happens both externally and internally. You cannot take on the process of change. You cannot undertake the process of growth, both personally and professionally, if you are not willing to do the inner work of transformation. That's within yourself as individuals, that's within your teams, that's within your organizations, that's within your companies, within your communities, within society. This process happens as an inner and an outer process. It also shows up both internally and externally. And we have to be mindful and recognizing the process that we go through and what to expect. And we also have to be committed to the long-term work of sustainable, successful growth. Everything that we are going through, the global pandemic with COVID-19, the social, uh, social justice work, uh, diversity, inclusion, equity, and belonging um, is at an all-time high as far as, as, far as the, the ways that people are focusing on it. There are winds of change. There are calls for justice. 
there are people have reached their point of no return where they say I cannot go back to the way things were but I need you to harness that emotion I need you to understand this process I need you to be committed to understanding what you're getting into but more importantly I need you especially if you are a leader especially if you work with others especially if you are responsible for guiding and facilitating this process I need you to understand what you're getting yourself into and what you are going to be leading others through as a chief outcome facilitator as a change leader I talk a lot with organizations and people and individuals about this process of growth this process of change in the seasons that we have to go through as we're going through the shift of transformation and I don't do this because I want it to be quote-unquote touchy-feely I do this because we cannot undertake any actions whether it be in our in our personal lives or in our professional lives or organizations we cannot undertake any actions unless we understand the ramifications of what this means personally and internally we have to understand what we're up against we have to understand what we're committing to otherwise we're going to keep repeating the same cycle and I don't know about you but I'm tired of repeating the same cycle and not getting any different result the definition of that is insanity let's not be insane let's not be crazy let's not be emotional let's be strategic let's approach this with the knowledge and the full recognition of what it is we're committing to and let's commit it's not about what happens in, in in the blazing hot season of summer where we're all you know out and about and, and and we're and the emotions are high it's not about the catalyst of the event when we're in our feelings and wanting to do something because we feel powerless and therefore we want to do something so that we regain our sense of control this is about the deep work this is about the long-term work this is about the commitment this is about the season of fall and winter when all the work actually happens this is about preparing a solid foundation that will ensure success when you come out and you are embarking upon the newness of spring and this next normal of application this is about giving yourself a chance to mature this is about giving yourself a chance to be successful over the long term this is about giving yourself a chance to look back and say I did that because I recognized the process I fully committed to it and then I worked with others to make sure that it was implemented properly I approach my work and the people that I work with and the things that I do based on impact and based on legacy I know I'm not going to be here forever but I want to feel as if I left behind something that made the world and the people around me better than I found them so this blog this this podcast my musings every twice a week <laughs> is all about 
how to share what I know and what I've learned with others to help them in their journey of success, to help them to create a legacy and help them to create a ripple effect that is going to create positive impact and positive change once we're all gone. This is about more than us, but it cannot succeed unless we get involved. So I hope this has been helpful. If you are committed to change and you want to know more about how to navigate this process, please reach out to me. You can visit my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. I have an academy that will be launching soon. My next book, Equipped for Change, The Deep Work of Transformation, will be launching in, in the upcoming months. And I encourage you to reach out to me to find out more about my, my facilitation services, uh, my events that are going on, ways in which I can work with you to create a plan and, and an action uh, an actionable strategy that is going to work for you and your team and your organization. Don't, don't take this process lightly. Get the guidance and the assistance that you need in order to create long-term sustainable success. I'm Keisha Rivers, President, Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group. Until next time, be safe, be sane, and be sanitized.